Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. I'm sitting here with my workout clothes on this morning. My wife, Ann, gets mad at me when I rush into the room with with workout clothes on. But I got back from the gym just in time to do the show this morning. And uh, so I came in here. Of course, if you're listening on the radio, it doesn't matter to you at all. What matters is that we're putting our uh, midnight oil into planning the best shows possible so that you can be inspired. And and, and I'm going to bring my buddy Kyle into the conversation here and uh, we're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit about some of the conversations that we've been having lately, and uh, then I'm gonna be joined by Todd Trenchard from the Baco McCarty Foundation, and we're gonna spend the rest of the show talking about the latest in his world. How you doing, my friend? Uh, not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Um, listen, in, a, in addition to being a jack of all trades. Here at Super Talk Mississippi Media and the producer of Kofi, I might add. You uh, you do the music in the Superdome during Saints games and sometimes during Pelican games. Your world's about is getting kind of turned up pretty fast uh, as the as the uh, NFL season approaches, isn't it? Yeah. You know, talk about burning the midnight oil. It's going to be nonstop for me. It's been nonstop since Tuesday. Of course, I do the Shuckers uh, PA announcing, so we've been Shuckers Tuesday night all the way through Sunday, take a break for Friday to go to the Saints game. And, you know, hopefully next week, not a whole lot. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it just the way it is this time of season, this time of year. My my jack of all trades, friends. Um, hey, listen, I want, to share, I want to share a quote with you. Yeah, let me do, I'm going to share two quotes with you. And I just want to get your comments about it. And uh, I'll share mine as well. Uh, the first one it was posted by my friend Susan Griggs. We used to work together. She she actually worked on Keesler News, was an employee for the Sun-Herald. We published the Keesler News for many, many years. And uh, we've stayed in touch since I left the Sun-Herald. She's just terrific. But she posted this. One of the happiest moments in life is when you find the courage to let go of what you cannot change. <laughs> when you find the courage to let go of what you cannot change. And the next one, it was uh, posted by another friend. And it came, let's see, over uh, OurMindfulLife.com. And it says this, make it a habit of shutting down conversations that aim to tear others down. Woo, I love that one. Too many people are engaged in conversations that are about making other people feel bad. Um, what comes to mind when you hear those, Kyle? <laughs> it, the timing of it is kind of crazy. It's just... I, just some stuff that's happened in the past few weeks over the summer just with I I really don't want to go public with it because it, <laughs> I don't want to be that type of person it, it's just it's kind of funny that you both of those quotes you can't get let there's things that's been happening that you don't have any control over it just let it go and then people with conversations and words meant to just tear someone else down yeah, they to benefit themselves to make themselves look better, and it's just it's spot on. And the irony that you broke those two quotes out—it's time for me—is. 
Well, you know, you know what's interesting, Kyle? I probably could read those two quotes to anyone who cares about the people around them, mm-hmm. and they would have probably had the same response. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I think at any moment in time, everyone has a little bit of a little bit of uh, drama in their lives, or at yep. least they're trying to stay out of the drama. It might be in their personal lives with, directly with their family. It could be on social media. But you know what I learned? Uh, being a publisher of the newspaper, you're often a target. And later in my career, I was, I was involved in some major change efforts, and it affected you know a lot of people. And you know, I was used to being a target. And what I learned is, what I learned is, that as long as I believed what I was doing was the right thing for the long haul and that I knew who really mattered in my life, the people who were closest to me, my family, you know, the people who worked in my, my company with me, my direct reports, if I knew I had all that in line, I learned, I learned over time not only to have thick skin, but also learned to just try to live by example. And, and it really served me well. I feel that same way today. It's something you got to work on every day, but I try never to be involved in the drama. Yeah, you're right. You know, I just had kind of the same conversation as far as how we deal with things on a daily basis when things come at you and uh, you hear chirping from one side of the uh, aisle and chirping from the other. And he and I both were roughly the same age and both have kids at different ages and yeah, we're the same. It, it's just kind of we, we sit back and laugh and just go, wow, it, it's amazing that people can't let go. And then it's just flip side of that on our side, how far we've come in the past several years, 10, 12 years, 15 years, mostly since we've had kids and our just mindset have changed. Yeah, and yeah. Just you can't control what you can't control and keep your family close. That's what matters. It is. And you and I talk about this a lot, but, you know, living in the moment, appreciating this moment. And if you truly live in the moment, I mean, really live in the moment, not worrying about what didn't happen yesterday (laughs) or, you know, recognize you can't control anything about yesterday and not worrying too much about the future, planning for the future for sure. But but just uh, appreciate the moment when you do that. It will bring you in tighter with your closest friends and your family. It will. And I hear I I always what what I want people to say of me when I'm dead and gone. I want people to say that I was the guy who was willing to go more than 50 percent of the way. Right. I want to be that guy. I don't want people to have to come meet me halfway. I want to be the guy that's going to go out of my way. I'm going to be if someone says something about me, usually it's because they don't really know me. Right. And and I just take it for, for what it is and move on. But. You know, this is a conversation I think that probably a lot of people can relate to, and that's why I picked those two quotes. I wasn't aiming them directly at you, but I did have the thought. I did have the thought that uh, you could read them to anyone, and anyone could relate to them. You know, that's just my thought. You know, Absolutely. hey, listen, one thing we, we're going to get to Todd, but before we do that, I just wanted to bring people's attention to the conversation that we had with uh, Adrian Elliott. Her, her husband Brandon owns Elliott Homes, and she recently discovered she has breast cancer, and they, they really sought to aggressively treat it. The prognosis is really good, but she's going to be a, a real inspiration to others. Uh, she has a huge social media following, and 
she's going to be an inspiration to others to seek early detection. That's her story. The fact that she found it early and was able to get it treated early. Uh, Again, the prognosis is good, but you know, it takes a lot of courage to step out and a real commitment to want to help the community to step out the way she did. But that was a powerful conversation and it struck a nerve. It's, it's had uh, a bunch of views in a very short period of time. I'm not surprised by that, but hopefully she'll save a life by sharing her story. Yeah, I think uh, the last looked at it, it was almost a 900 engagement. It's yeah. really taken off. It's a, it's a powerful conversation. And again, control what you can, you can can control. Don't worry about what you can't. Yeah. Keep family close. Keep everyone together. That's what it's all about. It is, man. This is this show's positive. We 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 want to be very positive. We want we want people to look forward to listening to Coach You. Uh, because you know you're going to learn something that will help you maybe achieve your goals in life a little bit more directly, uh, make you, you know, put you in a position, maybe learn some things from our guests that can help you deal with some of the some of the little bumps in the road that happen in your daily life. And uh, you know, as long as you can come here and find sort of a a refuge in that way, uh, keep coming back. That's that's the goal. Anyway, thank you, my friend. You bet. Cal Curley, the producer of COSU. Now let's move over to my friend Todd Trenchard. Tr- Todd, if you haven't heard Todd before, he has a hell of a story. Uh, he's the director, executive director of the Baco McCarty Foundation. They're involved in some incredible work. But before we go any further, let me just say good morning to you, Todd. How are you? Good morning, Ricky. I, I enjoyed listening to you and Kyle talk. I mean, I, I was thinking to myself, wow, that was meant for me, as you were asking him, like you said. Uh, it's amazing how one quote can touch so many people. It is. I mean, what, what were you thinking? What were you thinking as we talked about, you know, don't you, you, there are certain things you cannot change and there are certain negative people that can be in your life and we've just got to get better at taking those people out of our lives. Well, the first one right off the bat, you know, being in Alcoholics Anonymous was a serenity prayer. Courage to change the things I can. Uh, not worry about the things I can't and the wisdom to know the difference. And that's uh, really the basis uh, of recovery of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, so y- you learn to live by that that sort of uh, creed or uh, you're going to have some problems. Uh, and then the other is, you know, you've got to, uh, I- I've learned to process each day that I may have run-ins with people and being a public figure, you get those shots taken at you. But I've learned that I'll either apologize if I've done something uh, or call that person because I can't let the sun go down with me harboring their resentment. That's really what gets me going is that downtime at home looking at the ceiling <laughs> at three in the morning. Well, I mean, that's that's uh, that's really important, actually. Uh, in fact, I, Matthew McConaughey has some really good advice. I'll, I'll share that on the other side, but we'll continue the, this part of the conversation and then find out what the latest at the Baco McCarty Foundation is with Todd Trenchard. We'll see you after this break. on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Todd Trenchard with us today. He's the executive director of the Baker McCarty Foundation. And when we went to break, we were talking about these two quotes. One was one of the happiest moments in life is when you find the courage to let go of what uh, what you cannot change. And the second one was make it a habit of shutting down conversations that aim to tear others down. You know, you can read that to just about anybody, Todd, and, and get a reaction. And I thought what you said about before the sun goes down, if there has been uh, some conflict in life during the day, it's not let it just harbor into resentment. Right. Uh, you know, reach out to someone, do whatever you've got to do. So you can go to bed with a with a uh, with a heart that's not so heavy and wake up the next day to start the day, uh, you know, with a lot of sun. That's that's a good approach to life, isn't it? It is. And uh, I think you have to learn those things that work for you. Uh, you know, I've worked a pattern of life now for a long time where I wake up very early. I work out. I get very spiritual in my walk. Uh, early in the morning because I know what's about to hit me for the day. And if I don't put that sort of armor on before the day, you know, it's uh, uh, it can wear you down. And, you know, having, uh, you know, been like yourself, you know, a public figure for this long now, you do get a lot of shots at you. A lot of them unwarranted. I think uh, Kyle was saying beforehand, sometimes people just take shots because they're jealous. Sometimes they just don't know any better. And sometimes they just want to hear themselves talk. And you can't take it personal. It's if you do the right thing to the best of your ability, you can build on that and build a, a great life with that. So, well, Ty, what I what have worked well for me for a long, 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 long time is that I don't let negative people get in my world, in my or- orbit, my direct orbit, and that really counts. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people I have on this show. I just don't let negative people get in my orbit. It makes life better. Hey, I mentioned about Matthew McConaughey. One of the things that he does is he does a, a daily journal. He writes a lot. He writes in his journal. And one of the things that he writes in his journal are goals. Now, he says he, he wants to write a lot of goals. And his goal during each day is to check off the list of goals that he that he's achieved. So, you know, it may be, as he points out, it may be call a friend. It may be, you know, small little things that you might do. And he said in one particular uh, podcast that he was on, he said it was like 8 o'clock in the morning. He had 20-something things on the list. He had already checked off like 11. Um, but the sense of accomplishment that comes from doing that, you know, um, one, one of the things you might want to put on the list, and I wouldn't be surprised to learn this is on his list, is to to uh, get the negative people out of my out of my life today. Right. Um, I, I just can't say enough about that. You know, we've life is life short, man. We've got too much exciting things to do in our lives. And, you know, from your story that life can be unbelievably uh, short. And one of the things that has always inspired me about your story is as you fought drug and alcohol abuse through your life, and uh, you've been clean how many years now? Coming up on 25. That's incredible. What is so inspiring about your story, though, is the number of times that you sought treatment. And, you know, some people would have given up on someone after the first or second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seven. How many times did you seek treatment? 
I think the Humble Grace was my 40th or 41st. We're a little debate there. I've looked back at it. But, uh, yeah, having that resilience to get up from a fall, uh, I think, is what uh, – I've never understood why I had that, but it is why I'm here today. It, it took that 40th time uh, for the miracle to happen. But uh, each one of those times you got up, I got a little bit closer to that moment of opportunity. And, uh, boy, was it worth it looking back at it today uh, to be able to go to that depth and then to be able to rise up from that. Of course, you've had a lot to do with that. You know, I say that all the time. You know, you helped catapult me into the limelight of what my potential was, you know, as a human being and uh, gave me a platform that I can do shows like this uh, on, a, on a much larger scale uh, than you know, just maybe talking to a little small classroom or something. So, yeah. But, I, but Todd, here's the thing. Why I think it's important is that there are a lot of people who may be listening to this who either themselves have, they know they have a problem and they're not willing to admit it, but they know they have a problem. Or maybe they have a problem and they've admitted it, but they've fallen off the, you know, they've fallen off more than once. Um, or they could have family members that, that have had issues and who have been have sought help more than once. And what happens is after two or three or four times, you know, families and friends and everyone around you starts to give up on you. Mm-hmm. And when you finally landed on the doorstep of Homes of Grace, there wasn't a lot of reason to think you, this was going to be the moment you got better because you were at the most extreme down moment in your life. But you did. You did find yourself. And the message from that is never, ever, ever give up on yourself or the people that you care about. Because because addiction is a an incredibly difficult thing to get, get out of. And But there is a path out of it. And if you're willing to be patient and work with someone, they will find their way. In 25 years sober, what a great story that is for others. Well, it's it, it's not the norm. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people do give up. Uh, you know, they fall, they get depressed, they go back to that way of life, and it, their life ends early. Or uh, they're never, you know, there is a point where you will cross the that line where maybe there isn't that opportunity. But uh, uh, now, Ricky, I, you know, again, it's so surreal to think about how my life has been able to be used, and I think it's. The reason that I'm sober today and been able to do this is because I haven't forgotten from where I come from and I've tried to give back the best I could to make it a better world. It was almost like making a penance, like, Lord, get me out of this jam and I'll give my life to doing something good. <laughs> I found a career that did that. I found, uh, you know, an opportunity. And like you said, there's so many people that suffer from alcohol and drug addiction. It's there's never a, a day goes by that I don't have multiple people call me, you know, yeah. seeking guidance. I had, um, you know, Robin Roberts had that saying, "Make your mess your message," and it, it it came up in my conversation. You heard me mention a few minutes ago with my conversation with Adrian Elliott, Brandon Elliott's mm-hmm. wife, who. Uh, has battled and so far really done well relative to her own breast cancer. But she's made her challenge in life, her message, so that people can seek early uh, early detection. It came up again in a conversation, a recent uh, conversation with an African-American entrepreneur. Her name is Lexi Williams, and she started this cool brand. 
and uh, has had tremendous success. And she's she, her, her, she had a daughter who died while she was in Hawaii, and she developed this company from the inspiration to say, you know, as a, a sort of honoring her daughter. Daughter, and so in her very difficult time in life, she rose from it and made, as she literally said, her mess, her message. And that's right. what you've done. You 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 had a difficult time in your life. It became your message, and um, you know I think everyone has inspiration to give. You know some some like you're the fortieth or forty first time to to go through rehab. You finally found your sobriety, and you're now twenty five percent twenty five years you know removed from it, and have been able to help build this incredible organization in the Baker McCarty Foundation. Yeah, you know, some people it might be a smaller might be a smaller uh, anecdote, but at the end of the day, everyone has a mess to make their message in a way that might be able to inspire others. You run into people like that all the time, don't you? You do, and I think just like you were saying about Adrian's story, you know, somebody she probably saw someone else tell their story maybe a year ago or two years ago, thinking, "Wow, that's amazing," not knowing what was about to happen, you know, in her life. Uh, and it stuck in her mind. I had the same thing. I kept getting up because I had a father sober 16 years and I knew how bad he was. And I said, wow, how could he do it and not me? If So you've all had those examples that have come before you. And that is, we're called to do that. Uh, when we have something that uh, is, uh, you know, something pertinent to a lot of people to make a difference in that way. That's why I've worked with alcoholics and drug addicts all these years. Uh, I, I got a text yesterday, well, an email yesterday from somebody from about 17 years ago, I think they said at Home of Grace, he said, he, I was sober at that time, seven years. And he said, what an inspiration I was to him. And he was struggling now, but he wanted to reach out just for a word of encouragement. I mean, that's amazing. I couldn't remember who he was, but he remembered what I had told him, you know, 17 yeah. years ago. So that's uh, that's pretty humbling that our lives can be used that way. It is. It is. Um, and it's something we should never take for granted. Never. And something I try to do with this show, I, I work hard, to, <laughs> as, I, as I pointed out a second ago, for there to be a positive, positive message. But but I want there to be this this wide range of uh, of inspirations that people can get from it. And in your case, it's not just your personal story, but it's also the incredible work that the Baker McCarty Foundation has been able to do. But you know, I'm honored to have the opportunity to do this. And I know that you are too. You have a TV show that you do. Uh, there's been some great developments related to that. There's been some cool stuff happening at the Baker McCarty Foundation. You got some great events about to come up. We're going to cover all that. When we come back from break with Todd Trenter, we'll see you after this. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Kofi. I'm my friend Todd Trenter, the executive director for the Baco McCarty Foundation with me today. He actually, uh, during the break, he showed me his Sun-Herald Leadership Award that we gave him. And what year was that, Todd? 2006. That's right, the year after that. Katrina. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, which is now the One Coast Award, and we're we're so excited to have it. In fact, this year it celebrated its 21st year, and uh, and the Baker McCarty Foundation was a major sponsor and asked me actually to give the keynote at the beginning to welcome, and I did a big challenge at the beginning, and um, uh, I appreciate you giving me that opportunity. But um, it's uh, it's amazing that award keeps going and keeps inspiring people. I've had so many of the winners on this show. And it has a way of finding these hidden gems in the community, some you know about, some you don't know about. But it's it's a powerful way to hold people up as an example for others to follow, isn't it? It is. And uh, those awards, uh, when given the opportunity to present it each year, I jumped on it because I knew it would give us, you know, certainly a platform to show that, you know, I I think you were certainly one of the ones that stressed that uh, leadership development and recognition was going to play a major part in the recovery. Uh, so last year, when I gave the keynote, I called you to help me write the speech this year. I said, we'll take it a little farther. Get the person that came up with this idea to give the speech himself. And uh, I love I love to be able to be in circles of influence like that, that uh, uh, you can learn. Because there's somebody that's sitting at the Boat Revives that day that's listening to you talk or myself talk that's going to be given that keynote, you know, say five, 10 years. And uh, life is just sort of funny how it sort of works that way. And uh, Ricky, you're to be commended for just all the years of that you've put in. You retired, I thought, a few years ago, and here you are back on the radio. Yeah, I retired, let's see, going on six years ago. Time flies. But as I mentioned in one of my recent conversations, I I, have, I was down. I needed a full, I needed I needed a break. I'd been running fast for a long time, and after four years, I got a good breather. But I, I had forgotten. Now that I've done this show, we've done over six hundred or over two hundred shows. No, six hundred, six hundred shows. I, yeah, definitely over six hundred shows since we started. And um, I had forgotten how much I enjoyed connecting to the community right. and. It's been, you know what, I, I, and I've said this to you before, but this opportunity to have these deeper conversations, I never had the time to have deep conversations every single day with everybody. Because when you're CEO of a company, you got a lot of other things pushing at you and taking your time. This has been a real gift. And I, as long as I can keep my health, I'm going to continue to do it. And Ann said to me when, when I first started the show, my wife Ann said, people are not even going to remember you as the publisher of the Sun-Herald. They'll just remember whatever you do with Coastview. She said that like before I even started my first show, and I said, "Well, that's a that's an interesting observation." I was only in it for a few months just to see what it felt like. I never thought that you know two and a half years later I'd still right. be sitting here doing this. You know, it's amazing, amazing. Uh, tell me about the latest with your TV show. Well, the TV show was an opportunity where we had developed a relationship years ago with WXXV, and we were taping over in Pascal, as you know, and you know we would send a disc over. Uh, when Bobby Edwards stepped down as the general manager and Don Moore took over, uh, they approached uh, me and asked me to come to the office and they said, we'd love to give you a set within our television show, making a permanent set uh, where we could, you know, continue what we call Spotlight Gulf Coast. Uh, 
we've had a really ongoing show now for hard to believe 17 or 18 years I've been doing this every week and uh, so we have this permanent set there and we've started you know inviting people on that set I've got you coming up in a, a few weeks here but like you said you're able to meet new personnel people that maybe you just don't have the time in your busy days or you know the names but you don't know about them and I think that that's, uh, that's important. Uh, I, Brandon Elliott, you just mentioned, uh, got to know him the other day. I said, wow. I mean, this, he's yeah. sort of got it going on here. And uh, yeah, he's, John, he's Carter, John Carter came on. I saw the drive in John's eyes, you know, about his passion to help people with his pink dress uh, run yeah. and Carter's champions. Uh, that's, uh, that to me, uh, is so exciting like you said i started doing that show back when i was even at the home of grace and i thought it would last a year here it is all these years later and you can't get enough of it you don't know where it goes from here and uh uh that's 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 life you know never try not don't say no to an opportunity because that opportunity can blossom into something like ann said maybe they'll forget all that other stuff and <laughs> It'll become about TV. I don't. I doubt it. it. Is, I mean, look, it's it is what it's it's you know what what have you done lately? And that's mm -hmm. what that's what people remember. And you know, as a general rule, people are busy in their lives. They they have relatively short memories when it comes to things that they might see in this this type of venue. And uh, it's all about you know what where is that inspiration from today? Hey, by the way, Don Moore, general manager of XXV, after this incredible career at WLOX mm -hmm. and uh, he retires and and then the, the, here he is lands at, at, at WXXV now making his mark there married Twyla Boudreaux I used to work with her to, at the uh, Sun Herald mm -hmm. and um, gosh time flies thinking back to those days my goodness I mean I, I can't believe I turned 65 years old this year I don't feel 65 uh, but man, when I start contemplating these like key dates on the calendar, it's amazing how many relationships and, and memories there are. I'm, I'm sure you feel the same way when you look back at your life. Unbelievable. I, I, I can remember when you started this show, I was probably about the 10th guest that came on and you had the little books and people would bring in a book and put yeah. it on the table right there where Kyle and y'all were sitting yeah. and stuff. And we would see those little books there. And today, like you said, 600 shows later, uh, <laughs> you'd have a lot of books. <laughs> I would. I would. It was you know, books that people had written. I mean, it's just so, right. so cool. Yeah, so cool. Okay, so, um, yeah, it's, it's got to be interesting after doing the show literally, literally down the street from where your office is in Pascagoula to ha having to drive over to Guphorn. It's got to be cool, though. It's probably <coughs> worth the drive to come in and have this really professional. Not that you didn't have a professional set before. Your, your team before that you worked with there was great. But to have WXXV embrace you the way they have, uh, it's got to be a cool, cool setup. It is, and it's, a, it's an awesome responsibility that you have that, uh, you know, so it, it, it takes, like you said, you do a little homework for every show. It's not like you just show up and, hey, it's just another week. You know, you want to put forth the best effort that you can. And, you know, again, it's just part of the week. It's not your whole life. It's just that one little half hour or hour, you know, each week that you do it. But, uh, you know, that can pay dividends down the road. And people do watch 
you know, not only social media, you can take a television show, put it on social media. That may be where they watch it. But people yeah. love seeing people. I think that's been part of the success of what you've done here is you've got not only a radio show, but, you know, you're able to visualize those people. And uh, I'm, I'm still so like looking done. at you and I'm sitting here looking at your workout uh, workout. That's how comfortable we get. After yeah. doing- hey, look, but here's the thing. With social media, what social media has done for this show is that it allows me to get into your friend network, or in the case of Adrian, for example, Adrian Elliott, who we just spoke about, to get into her network. And in a way, in a very organic way, it introduces the show to people who didn't even know that it was there. The cumulative effect of that over, over two and a half years it's pretty dramatic, and we don't spend any money on um, boosting or anything like that. I mean, it's just right. it's what's going to happen on the social media side or with podcasts or with YouTube. It's all just organic, just a natural extension of the show. But mm-hmm. you know, the okay, organic, and, and and what I mean by organic is just just naturally gets shared. You're not paying for it. Uh, the reality of that is, it's a great marketing strategy for the show as well because it it it. It just introduces it to more people, and uh, so now, now what's interesting? I could, if I make a post, I don't. We don't talk about issues too often, but when I make a post about an issue, let's say Coastal Mississippi tourism, for example, uh, I can go check the engagement at Coastview and see literally thousands of people were engaged around it because it gets right. shared and people tell other people about it and they want to go read what the latest is. Uh, again, we don't do that too often, but when it's something I'm passionate about and tourism is something I'm super passionate about, and I've followed that issue very closely, um, I'm amazed at how I'm able to use this show to touch people around important issues when 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 that needs to happen. And the other thing, I tell you the other thing I've enjoyed, and I know you feel the same way about this. The relay, I got a call yesterday from uh, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn just to check in and see how things were going. He's going, I think he's going to be on the show in the next few days. And we just caught up, you know. And I had lunch with Delbert Hoseman recently, and we just caught up. But the ability to stay in touch with some of the key leaders in the state, and like I, I used to say as, an, as a publisher, I never had to worry about what's, you know, someone telling me what someone else said that was in the position of, of authority or power. I could go straight to that person and find out for myself. That's what I love about this show, the ability to do that. You get to do that extremely well yourself. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about a really, really important upcoming event for Baker McCarty Foundation. I think it's actually sold out now, but we'll talk about why it's important to the organization and why is it just continue to do so well. We'll tell you more about that after we come back with Todd Trentjorn. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. I always enjoy my conversation with Todd Trenchard, the executive director for the Baco McCarty Foundation. We're going to talk about upcoming events, but you actually have a new member of your staff. Tell me about her. Well, we got Amanda Ray. Uh, we hired, uh, worked at the YMCA, the wellness director, membership director over there. And uh, what an exciting addition she's been. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's always good to see these young, talented leaders that step forward and uh, want to make a difference. And she certainly has the skill set to uh, certainly take this to another level. And it allows me the freedom, 
you know, to maybe cultivate some of the relationships that you build uh, when you're always just out there putting out fires or trying to plug up the dam, you, you sort of miss the, the trees for the forest. And uh, so Amanda's been a great addition. Uh, very excited about her. She's only been with us now about a month and a half, and she's already starting to move some mountains and uh, uh, unlimited potential. So uh, very yeah, excited listen, about that. You don't miss many trees, Todd. Let me put it that way. <clears throat> so you're you're a good one to learn from. But, yeah, I've seen her on your show. She's very articulate. Um, she's going to be a terrific representative for the Baker McCarty Foundation. I look forward to getting to know her in person. Okay, what is, what? T- t- give me a list of upcoming events, and then we're going to we're going to circle back and hit hit the high points on the biggest ones. Well, one of the things that we uh, wanted to do was get our board more involved. We've got a tremendously influential and powerful board here on the coast, and uh, we wanted the women to sort of come up with some ideas or a fundraiser. Uh, which they did, and they did something real fun over in Ocean Springs called Bubbles for Baco, and they just took a little event. They paired some local restaurants with uh, sort of some little mixologists, and they had this thing, and they raised, uh, I think it was six, $7,000, and all those monies went to two nonprofits in the local community there, the Duchess Club and uh, uh, Community Care Network. So the men came back with, of course, uh, they're having a brown water for Baco, which is, I guess, a bourbon event. And here I am, here I am as as well known as I am in the recovery world. And both of our events are, are centered around that. But that response has been uh, great. All the monies that they raise is going to go to help scholarships. Uh, because we're trying to uh, raise scholarships for kids here on the coast. Uh, after that, we'll have uh, some other smaller events that our board will sort of direct. What I'm sort of looking at doing is, uh, you know, taking these things, like you said, our golf tournament has been historic in the amount of monies that it's raised. You've chaired that in the past. Uh, these are events that uh, are not really even possible to the nonprofit sector, but because of the IP's generosity, we've been able to put on events that, you know, sort of changed the landscape. And it was to bring people together. It's not how much money you raise that night. You're bringing your community together and just think about how many people have been introduced to each other at these events over the years. Uh, but we have one coming up that I think is going to dwarf them all, and that's Renaissance and Runway. This fashion show... Uh, this year, we have over 80 models. We'll have 15 to 17 boutiques. And we're doing exactly what you said on the last segment. We're telling each one of those models, when we post them on Facebook, share it. And if they all share it, it goes into their circles of influence. And like you said, this thing sold out. We're, we're a month and a half away from it. <laughs> so I'm not sure how I could go. Uh I'm not. I'm not willing to call uh, the Coliseum quite yet. <laughs> but hey, you know, man. Uh, hey, hey. It, anytime it, you it, can it. bring people together, I, I, I've gotten to know a lot of the local, you know, retail outlets, and um, you know, I think I swear I met Sharon Weeks. I didn't know Sharon. You know, Roland's wife was yeah, over at Grants yeah. for her. But you've yeah. gotten to meet the, these places and you bring them together and the, the community steps up. Uh, they love to, you know, it takes a little bit of courage to get out there and walk. I think I've asked you before, you said Ann would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
No, she but would be a good one, though. She would be a good one. Hey, listen. Right. Hey, hey. before we get too far past it, and I just want to mm-hmm. bring serious focus on this, I had a conversation with Nicole March recently. She has uh, a oh, yeah. website called Gulf Coast Gal, but she works at the IP. And mm-hmm. um, we, we got to talk. I said, you know, IP's had a long history of community involvement. You know the history really well through right. various owners. But what's really cool about her is she said the main reason she works there is because of the uh, because of the IP's commitment to the community. But boy, they definitely put their money where their mouth is, don't they? They do. Uh, we're approaching over three million dollars that they've given to us over the years, and that goes back, you know, of course, John Lucas, and then through various changes in leadership, uh, I've become not only acquainted with them but personal friends with them. You know, we we stay connected. Uh, Nicole has been such a great addition. Uh, again, it, you can't say enough about what IP and Boyd Gaming has done for the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And it really has changed the landscape of our, you know, nonprofit uh, sector. And so I'm, I'm just blessed to sort of be that vehicle, I guess, that was in the right place at the right time. And, uh, you know, well, it shows the fact that you stood the test through various owners uh, shows that Baco McCarty Foundation is an organization that they trust and that they know handle their money carefully and make sure it goes to needs in the community. Hey, we're out of time, my friend, but it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. It has. It's been good to see you, Kyle, too. Yeah, you bet. This has been Todd Trenchard, the Executive Director for the Baker McCarty Foundation. We'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.